Hey guys, welcome back to Real Talk About Feminism Pod. We're so excited you guys are here for this lifestyle episode. We have honestly had so much going on lately that we decided for this lifestyle, we're literally just giving like life updates and just chatting. Yeah, we've had so much happen. We just got back from a trip. We want to tell you guys all about it and just some other random stuff that we have had happen to us that we can't stop talking about. Yeah, so we're just going to be having some fun today. Yeah. Um, Let's do obsessions before. Okay. Do you want to go first? You can go first. I feel like I always go first. Oh, okay. So my obsession this week and some previous weeks has been... <laughs> Um, this <laughs> feeling of like loving the life that I'm creating for myself yeah. and like us together. Yeah. So while I was, um, traveling from Chicago to New Orleans, I had this like main character moment. When I was walking off the plane and I was like, I am just like loving life right now. And everything's just, like, working out for me, and I'm so happy about it. Mm -hmm. So that's my obsession. I love that. I think that's a really good obsession. Like, yeah, you're in a good spot. Yeah. I'm like, sometimes you have to toot your own horn, and you have to, like, realize how far you've come. And appreciate, like, what you have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. I was like, I'm, like, so lucky I get to do this. Yeah. All right. My obsession, not as uh, sentimental. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My obsession is Dr. Phil. I've always been obsessed with Dr. Phil, but I only, like, listen to the podcast version. Be- mm-hmm. Like, when I'm working, and I've listened to, like, all 100 episodes or something, and I've listened to, like, some multiple times, just because it's, like, mindless, like, going on in the back. I don't listen to, like, the super dark ones where it's, like, murder or, like, something yeah. about that. And it, it, honestly, like, it is, like, can get kind of dark, so I'm going to take a little break from it. But um, I recently was, like, wait, why don't I just watch it on YouTube? Because it's, like, nowhere else. <laughs> uh-huh. And so now my thing is, like, constantly i'm just like watching something on Dr. constantly plugged into dr phil constantly plugged in so yeah. i secondhand hear dr phil all the <laughs> it, time it might be an issue but i'm um i don't know i just like when i'm working i get so bored so if i'm not listening to something no and i get that if i worked from home by myself mm-hmm. i would feel the same way i'd have to have something on yeah so like and it's i don't know it's just like not something I have to pay attention to. Because, like, when I'm working, I listen to it as a podcast. Like, I I literally, like, I just put it on my desk. I don't, like, prop it up or anything. But I just listen in the background. But, like, there's just only so many as the podcast version. So that's why I went to YouTube. Because I was, like, I, I, like, need to listen to new episodes. But, yeah. And you fall asleep to it sometimes. Oh, yeah. like, peek into your room. And you and G are sleeping. And all the lights are off. But Dr. Phil is blaring. And it's, like, (laughs) the most dramatic story. I'm, like, how is she sleeping right now? like, teen love trauma. Like, (laughs) well, yeah, I don't know. It just, like, helps me fall asleep for some reason. Like, my fall asleep show used to be Modern Family because I've seen it so many times. But then, I don't know, it just, like, got kind of predictable so I could, like, imagine every scene in my head. Right, And then I wasn't falling asleep. But, like, Dr. Phil, I don't know, it just, like, lulls me to sleep. (laughs) Something about listening to other people's trauma. (laughs) Something about listening to other people's trauma. Yeah. Well, I told Tyler, I'm pretty sure that this year is the last season. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not getting renewed. So I told Tyler, I'm sure he'll come off with, like, a spin-off show or something. But I told Tyler that my dream has always been, like, for a few years, like, I want to go and see a live show. And I, me and Quinn have been wanting to go, but you have to be 18. And if this is the last season, like, 
that's not gonna happen so I told Tyler I was like I really want to go and every episode he's like if you want to be in the audience call whatever whatever like the number you know or like email us and blah 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 so I just we're gonna make it happen this year that reminds me of the Michael Scott quote when he's like I've had this dream since lunchtime and I'm I'm not giving up on on it now now. (laughs) I know literally (laughs) So, yeah. Well, good for you. I just, my favorite thing lately has just been to, like, bash Dr. Phil and, like, I know. you defend him I know. to the it's earth's like, end. But, like, it annoys me because I'm like, like, okay, yes, it's TV, obviously. But I personally think, like, like I see how much he helps. He pays for people's rehab, pays for them to go to, like, specialty facilities to get help. And, like, that's, like, he pays for it. Mm-hmm. He wants to see people do well. So I'm like... No, I know. I just... I get that it's drama- dramatized for TV. It but, is. I'm like... But I don't This know. is my thing. Why are these people divulging all their family trauma on live TV? That is seriously, like, you're that desperate. You haven't gone to see, like, specialists, specialists or therapists. No, but the, the, they all have. Like, most of them have. I know. But, like, why is going on TV your last-ditch effort? I don't I get it. I feel like because they know he's going to pay for treatment. And he has a way of getting to people. I don't know. We can get off the Dr. Phil tangent, but that's my obsession. Okay. I'm, I'm glad like, it makes me happy. If you're not going to agree with me, then we're not talking <laughs> We're about done it. talking. <laughs> okay. This month is really important. We are now in March, and March is Women's History Month. Don't think we forgot. So we obviously are very excited about that. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it the other day when I was like prepping for this episode, there are just so many things in history that have been created by women that have gone unrecognized or unappreciated. Yeah. And it's really important to have this month to remember that even though we live in a world that was built by men for men, like Mm -hmm. we have still paved our own way in the world. Yeah. And we continue to. Yeah. So I just think it's a great month to like recognize all that. And I also want to point out that um, International Women's Day is March 8th as well. So that's coming up too. Yeah. It's funny because like I like two weeks ago because my job is social media manager. So like two weeks ago I sent out to like the whole company. Here are some templates in case you want to highlight some women in the organization. Like, Yeah. I'm like, come on guys. Like. (laughs) because like it needs to be recognized it does. And, and heard and everything so um yeah I think that's important you want to know something funny about that what the other day it was like what's what's today's date as we're recording this as of recording so it's um March the 4th. 4th okay yeah. so this is coming out tomorrow um but it was like the second <laughs> me and Tyler like woke up in the morning and I was like hey babe like did you forget to wish me something <laughs> And he was like, no. he was like, what? And I was like, babe. And I like actually pretended to be sad. I was like, oh, okay, like it's fine. And he was like, no, what? And I was like, it's International Women's History Month. And he was like, babe. And I was like, I'm just saying, wish me a happy. History You're like, month. you should have had it in your calendar. Already. Yeah, it was funny though. He got so scared. That's hilarious. I know he's like, what did I forget? Yeah, he was like, what's in March? <laughs> so funny anyways yeah that's hilarious I also want to point out that black women's week is February 25th through March 3rd so it closes out black history month and then it leads right into women's history month Mm -hmm. and I wanted to point that out because it's important to recognize black women's week so that feminism remains intersectional right no it is really important because like obviously black history month is a really big deal and then we're going right into women's history month and there's so many like inequalities for 
black people in general, but black women especially, mm-hmm. I would say. So yeah, I, I think it is really important that they get their own week. It merges the two months. It really and, does. You know, we're just celebrating black women all over. So yeah, I just wanted to point that out. I think it's really important. Yeah, it is important. So I also want to share for this month, I'm celebrating by reading a couple books that are books that I normally would like not gravitate towards. I don't really like to read memoirs or nonfiction at all, Mm -hmm. but I was like, I want to take this opportunity to educate myself. Mm -hmm. So on Goodreads, they had a women's history month list. And so I went and like looked through some books that I thought were interesting. One of them is it's called In the Dream House. And it's a memoir about a woman who I'm like 10 pages in, so I don't really know quite yet, but she was slash is in an abusive relationship with another woman. So it focuses on the queer community. And I was reading the prologue and she was, the author was saying like, I'm sharing my story because abusive relationships happen Mm -hmm. with same-sex couples and it's just not talked about that often, but it's still really important. So I was like, that's something that I would never read and it's important to talk about. Yeah. And then the other one is a memoir from a Black female author about living as a Black woman in America. Mm -hmm. So I'm like two completely different perspectives from my own. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm doing this month. I have a book recommendation. Okay. I can't remember what it's called. If I looked it up right now, I would it would come up. But did you read in high school the book about Henrietta Lacks? No. Do you know who that is? Yeah. You should read that book. It is really... You should figure out what it's called. Because I up. would. Um, I would love to do like a full episode on it, to be honest. Like, yeah, I would too. Because it's such an important, like crazy story that you're like, how did this happen? Um, Let's see. Oh, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. That's the book. Okay. Yeah, I'll add it to my it's, list. It was kind of a long book, but like I actually own the book. It's somewhere oh, in this house. So okay. maybe we could find it. But it is amazing. Like it was something because I don't read. Right. But in high school, like I was so into that book because it's just crazy. It's I'm, really sad. I'm but. glad they chose that for the curriculum. Yeah. I didn't read, like I never read Romeo and Juliet. Like my English books were off. Like I never read um Pony Boy, what's that book? The Outsiders. The Outsiders. I never read school. that. I never read like Catcher in the Rye, like no classics. I didn't read Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I just okay, well, feel like, like yeah, my like English classics. curriculum was off. Mine was good. Yeah. Um, you should read that book because okay. it is really good. And I will. we should do an episode on it because it like it goes into like the medical mistreatment of black women in yes. general. Like we, okay, we're doing an episode on that. Yes. Yeah. Which still happens today. So mm-hmm. yes, we'll add that to the list. Of topics. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, anything else on Women's History Month or? No, okay. not right now. We're going to like be talking about it a little more throughout the month. So stay tuned. But yeah, initial yeah. highlight. Yeah, initial highlight. Um, So we also, for the first episode of every month, if you're new to our show, we do lifestyle episodes, which is kind of, it's not like necessarily feminism centered. Yeah. Um, hence today we're just chit chatting, Mm -hmm. but we wanted to implement a new segment. So instead of not doing a feminist highlight for the first episode, we're going to start highlighting a small female owned business. And to kick that off today, we have S&M Designs and they sent us an audio clip. So we're going to go ahead and listen to that and get to know a little bit about them and their business. Hi everyone, we are SM Designs. We're a mother-daughter duo. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm the mother. 
<laughs> and I'm Emma. I'm the daughter. And we are just going to take a few moments to chat about our business and kind of how we started and what's our mission of it. So when I was going to school in 2019, I was talking to mom and I don't know how it started, but we were in a flurry of texts and we were chatting about how many books I finished. I finished another book and then another book and then another book. And she goes, oh my God, you are such a reading slut. And I was like, yeah, I definitely am. And we had a laugh about it. And then we kind of left it for a bit. And then we were chatting a little bit later and she was saying how she just wanted chocolate. She just, she just always thinks that she's a chocolate slut because she can have chocolate anytime, anywhere, any place, any position, nuts, no nuts, doesn't matter. She's a chocolate slut. She'll have it all. So finally, after that point, we started realizing that like there must be someone else out there. There must be more people out there who agree and have this idea of a slut. Like you just want it and you cannot not have it. You need to have it. And so that's kind of where it all began. Nothing happened after that until the pandemic hit. And then I came home from university, finished up my schooling that year remotely. And that's when we started to realize, well, we have time. Might as well see if this is something we can do. So we took the time to figure it out, did a lot of working, did a lot of sourcing our materials and what we wanted to do and kind of getting a framework of our business, which we'll explain in a moment for you. But what we want to kind of talk to you about, actually, before I say that, um, we figured out all of our framework. And then by the time December 2021 happened, we had at that point had all of our inventory, had all our ideas, and we were ready to set out on our first market. And now we are actually getting ready to do some really exciting things. But again, we'll get to that in a moment. But what we want to share now is our purpose and our mission for our slut brand. Thank you, Emma. So it has really been so much fun. Um, Emma and I, as a mom to a young female um, adolescent and then growing into adulthood, it was really important for me to make sure she was really comfortable in her sexuality, make sure she was really comfortable with what she wanted to be and who she wanted to, how she wanted to express herself in the world. And so we've always been extremely open about uh, conversations around sex. And we've always been really open about making sure that you ask questions. You don't assume what's going on with your body or you don't assume what someone else is thinking, recognizing boundaries with other people. So I've been very grateful as a mother to have that kind of relationship with my daughter. And now as she is an adult, um, we do have a, a, a bit of a, a fun sense of humor. Yeah, and we decided we really wanted to take this to the next level. So we created S&M Designs. And I remember being on the treadmill walking, thinking, oh my gosh, if Sarah, if Emma and I created a business, what would we call ourselves? Especially if it was around this word slut, which is sort of what is anchoring us as we launch this business. Um, I came up with S&M. I'm Sarah, she's Emma, and it's been such a cute play on words. People love it because, of course, S&M has a whole other bit of a sassy meaning. And we decided we really wanted this to be sassy, cheeky, fun. And so we came up with our slogan, slightly slutty, yet refined, because it had to be classy. This wasn't about being vulgar or distasteful. This was about being cheeky and uh, fun, but also classy. And so we really wanted to reclaim this word slut um, as both of us are women that 
take on sort of this feminist role in our lives. We are strong and independent. We wanted to really anchor that in this word that is usually used as a derogatory description for a woman. And we wanted to take it back and say, hey, we know what? Why don't we make the word slut be about what you indulge in without any judgment or shame? And we decided we weren't just going to use the word slut. We were going to actually take it a little bit to the cheeky level and put something in front of it that people resonate with. So we launched our first products um, and part of our mission was to use reusable, environmentally friendly, as well as Canadian companies. We wanted to source from those three areas. We've been very lucky to work with some incredible Canadian companies that have given us some really fantastic products. So in the end, we decided we were going to launch with coffee slut, tea slut, wine slut, and chocolate slut. And we now have an assortment of brands. Our slut brand is now on tumblers, tank tops, bamboo sweatshirts, and also we have a little bit of a slut spa starting because we're now doing candle sluts. And now we've added the little cheeky side and we're gonna leave that for you to find out. But just as a little peek, wine slut, eager to swallow. That's the type of thing that we're doing and we're really having a lot of fun with it. We've had incredible responses, but we definitely have our kindred sluts out there. And it may not be for everyone and we're totally okay with that. Sometimes the word can cause discomfort, but we really are sharing our mission with all of our customers and saying we're slightly slutty yet refined and we indulge in what we love without judgment or shame. Yeah, and I think just to kind of finish off that point, we are really big on, like mom said, if someone isn't a fan of it, someone doesn't like it, totally good, totally understandable. It's the whole thing of no judgment, no shame. And it's, we're trying to make this a brand for everybody to indulge in with what they love, whether, like mom said, if it was wine or that chocolate. But we're going to leave it there. You can check us out at S and M, and that's going to be E-M, designs.ca. We are also S&M Designs on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. You can check us out, and hopefully we see some of you new faces soon. And thank you to our lovely podcast, The Real Talk About Feminism. I totally messed up the word feminism there. I don't know what happened there, but uh, thank you for that opportunity. We are really excited to share our mission with hopefully some new listeners and new ears, and hope you guys have a great day. And stay slightly slutty, yet refined. Thank you guys so much for sending in that clip. It is so interesting to hear about everyone's businesses. And I honestly can't wait to like keep doing it every month. Me too. Because I think it's really fun. So all of their information is going to be in the show notes. So go ahead and check them out, you guys. Yeah. And if you guys have recommendations of like a place you've bought something from online that's female owned, like send us. Yeah. Send us their information. We'd love to get in touch. Yeah. So thank you, SM Designs. Let's get into our life updates. All right. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with SZA? Um, yes, we're starting yes. with SZA. I'm deciding. Okay. So, yes, we went to see SZA. Kansas wearing her merch. She's representing. SOS. Um, it was amazing. Literally life-changing. Yeah. It was such a unforgettable life experience. For real. Like, mm-hmm. 
we flew to Chicago for the concert. We yeah. went to the concert. We got to hang out in a new city for you mm-hmm. and together. So it was so fun. It was fun. Um, our tickets, we were like in the nosebleeds. But to be honest, like we could see the stage. Well, mm-hmm. okay, we were on the side. Yeah. So we couldn't see from the front. But we could see her like very well. Yeah, and we could see the back where she would walk yeah. and take breaks. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah, it was cool to see like the behind the scenes. Yeah, it was so cool. Mm-hmm. And literally everybody in the audience was so lit. Mm-hmm. Like, because we could see everybody. So, like, everybody was screaming the words. Like, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. Um, She played a lot of songs from Control. If you guys know, like, that's her first album. I don't really know that. Like, I know the melodies, but I don't really know the words of that album that well. Right. So, yeah, like, if you don't really know Control, like, there was probably a lot of songs that, like, you didn't know. Not you specifically, yeah, but, but in general. Um, but like it was so fun. Like I loved that she played. To be honest, I wish she played a little bit more from SOS. Like because she didn't play my two favorite songs. Yeah, yeah, which sucked. But um, like it was a very well done show. She did. She put on such a good show. She's such a good performer. Yeah, and she was so sweet after she came out and she said, "I think we might have it on video." But she said, "I know we're just supposed to do the show and walk off the stage, Mm -hmm. but I just really want to thank everyone for your time and all your money." And there was like a lot of people that had already left. Yeah. So like this was for the people that stayed. Yeah, and we were taking our pictures at that time. Yeah, but yeah, she was like super sweet. She was like, "Thank you for your time and your money and your support." And like, I hope you guys had a good show. Like, it was just so down to earth. Yeah, because she was like, "This is like I." Never thought I would be, like, doing arena tours. Yeah. And she was like, this is a first time for me. Yeah. So it was cute. She was really – she sounded the exact same. Oh, my gosh. She has such a good voice. Yeah. So um, all of these, like, updates we'll talk about, we'll put on the story just because – Yeah, we'll put pictures and stuff. Yeah. And we posted a little bit on Real Talk, um, at Real Talk About Feminism Pod. But, like, we also put pictures on our personal. So yeah. you can look there. Yeah. So that was a fun little trip. We were both sick going into it. You were a lot worse than me. but. I literally had to take the day off work before our flight. Yeah. Because Monday night I got home and I threw up Mm -hmm. and I felt awful. Yeah. And so Tuesday was just like a rotting in bed day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was kind of scary. And then there was like a snowstorm and I was worried because freaking Denver wants to cancel every flight when there's a tiny bit of snow. Mm -hmm. And I'm like. It wasn't even a storm. No, but everyone was freaking out and they were like already. Like, talking about how flights were going to be canceled and stuff, and it was, like, nothing. So, it was scary, but then we got there, and I was like, okay, we're here. We're here. And we We made it. Yeah, Yeah. like, it was fun. So, it was a good trip. It was fun. Mm -hmm. And then, from there, I flew to New Orleans to see our sister's volleyball tournament. Mm -hmm. So, that was fun. I got to hang out with mom and dad for the weekend, Mm -hmm. and we had a really good time. I would love to go back to New Orleans. Highly recommend. I want to go. Yeah, I want to go with you. Yeah. I want to go on a swamp tour and see gators. Why is everyone obsessed? Everyone is obsessed it's just with cool. airboat. No, it's cool. Like, since when have we ever done that? Well, we one time haven't. we haven't done that, but mom and dad and Sadie and Quinn do that. I feel like every time they go, on I vacation, actually do agree with that. I told Quinn, I was like, "You guys love an airboat," and Quinn was like, "Well, we like it. It's fun." <laughs> Remember the Beast yes. in New York City? And I told Quinn that, and Quinn was like, "You suggested that," and I was like, "No, it's." cool that you did yeah it's just it fits for them it's funny but yeah so that was a fun trip for you yeah it was really fun it's just fun to go see new cities I'm like I can cross Louisiana off my list Mm -hmm. because I want to you know see all 50 states yeah so that's cool yeah another update um we got tattoos we got the cutest tattoos slightly biased 
<laughs> no. No, they're cute. Everybody, yeah. okay. There were a couple coworkers that I have that are older. They're older ladies. Mm-hmm. And they saw them and they were like, oh, like new tattoos. And I was like, yeah, I just got them. And I was like explaining. I was like, this one's like a woman hugging herself. And they were like, oh. Like yeah. they, you know, they're older. Like they don't get it. Yeah. But pretty much everyone loves them. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Let, we'll do like a little virtual tattoo tour. I have long sleeves. We have long sleeves. Well, on. no, I'm saying virtual. We're going to explain. Oh, okay. So, um, we both got the feminist symbol. The female symbol. Yeah, on like, on our wrists. Um, nobody can see it for sure. <laughs> but um, we got those matching, and we got them for the podcast. Yeah. Because, um, oh, March 7th is our birthday. Yes. Yeah. Um, so in literally three days. So everyone wishes happy birthday. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, like, we were, like, we've been doing this for almost two years. Like, and we just wanted to do it. So yeah. we got that. And then on my arm, I got Love Her Wild, which is uh, from the poet Atticus. And You've I always just, loved I've him. I've always loved him. So it's really pretty and, like, scripty. And then I got a bunch of little hand and finger tattoos. And they're just little sparkles and stars. And there's, like, a Scorpio star pattern. And It's yeah. so cute. I love the hand tattoos. Thank you. I get a lot of compliments on that because it's obviously incredibly visible. It's very visible. visible. I also notice, like, once you get your own tattoos, then you start to notice everyone else's. Uh And I've seen so many people with hand tats. I know. And And you can, like, appreciate, like, wow, that's a really pretty tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely different. So, yeah, those are mine. Tell yours. So, female symbol. Mm -hmm. And then um, on the inside of my forearm, I got the word divine, which is on my vision board, by the way. It's really pretty. It's very cute. And then on my right inner bicep, I got the, like, um, silhouette of a woman hugging herself. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, my self-love and my me era tattoo. Mm -hmm. So. It's cute. Yeah. They're, like, really pretty tattoos. Um, Shout out to our tattoo artist. Cody. (laughs) Yeah. Cody. We're going to tag him. We're going to tag him in it. Uh, We told him that we were going to post a clip so he can repost it. But. He was amazing. If you guys are in the Denver area, check him out. We'll tag him. Um, but he did so good. Like, yeah, because we such a good we job. walked in. Like, we had decided randomly one day, like, okay, let's go. So once I was off work, we went. We walked in. He did such a good job designing them for us, and he was super nice and friendly. And we're definitely gonna be going back. So. Definitely. Yeah, it was really fun. That was fun. I'm so happy we did that. We've mm-hmm. talked about getting matching ones forever. Yeah. And what more fitting than female symbol. Right. Exactly. So. So cute. Yeah. Those were our little tattoos. They're so cute. They're healing really well. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that was fun. And it was like my first tattoos. Ken's has, has had one before mm-hmm. and recently got that. Mm-hmm. In um, November. Yeah. So um, these were my first tattoos and I got the three. So. I know. When I was telling my coworkers, they were like. Her first time, and she got three, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, and, and like, a, a hand tattoo, hand. yeah. Yeah, the fingers hurt really bad. But We would just, like, look at each other, and, like, our eyes would bulge. You'd be like, oh, my gosh, this hurts so bad. It was Yeah, the fingers, that was bad. But, like, he went in, like, he went deep so that they would stay. Yeah, yeah. Did you see on the, the Facebook group, like, the, the 20s? Yeah. I don't know if you the saw girl's my tattoo. comment. But no, yeah, I didn't see. She said she had gotten it literally a month ago, <gasps> and it it was gone. She didn't take care of it then. Well, I told she was like it she said it also didn't hurt. She was like it literally felt like someone was drawing on me with a marker. And I replied and I said, These are mine. I just got them like three weeks ago. And I was like, it hurt so bad. So I was like, he did not do it deep enough. Yeah, like you know it yours are gonna stay. Yeah. So 
anyways, it was kind of long about the tattoos, but we we got them and it was fun. It was so fun. And then Haley also finally decorated our apartment. Yes. Because we don't have any windows in our living room or a kitchen. It's all in our bedrooms. Yeah. And so it gets so depressing out there. And if you turn the light off, it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you know, like the big light is a punishment. Yes. <laughs> like I, don't, I hate the big light. I don't like the big light. Like it's just gross and LED and like artificial. Like it's just gross. It's not it. Yeah. And I, I like literally like the seasonal depression, like definitely hit. It's not a good combo. Yeah. And I'm just like by myself working all day. And I just like, I got so fed up and I was like, I can't like, so I got some posters. We got some cute throw pillows candle um and then this led pink sign and it's just cute like it's cute it's so vibey and everyone who's come over has been like it's so cute it yeah. looks so good because it just like it's so simple but it adds so much to it mm-hmm. and we put up some like cute christmas lights too so we don't need the big light on no yeah so it's just fun like it makes me like love being at the apartment now and now I actually like hang out in the living room because mm-hmm. I don't always want to be in my room, especially no. when I'm working in there. Yeah, you need a change of scenery. Yeah. So like I've been like working out in the living room now too and like, you know, for like an hour at a time. Like it's just it's so much better. Angie loves it. Yeah, he <laughs> loves it. So um yeah, it's really nice. Well, um, it's like a really honestly, it's like very cute. So you'll be seeing that in like some of our TikToks. Like we're gonna be making some in the living room because it is adorable. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have the rug out there. I love yeah, it. It's actually. so vibey. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And we're like thinking, like, we were like, we can use these for our next place too. And yeah. we can just add on to that because we know the theme that we want. Right. hmm So yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect and beautiful. Well, I have a story about a man who had quite the audacity. Mm-hmm. Reason number a million, I'm like literally done with men. Yeah. And it's honestly appalling. I'm going to read you guys what happened because we snapped a little bit. And of course, I screenshotted it. But I'll tell you guys the lead up because I was optimistic. So we're on this Facebook group for like Colorado 20s girls And I saw this post of this girl that was like, hey, ladies, um, this is my brother-in-law. He's like 23. He's single. He's like looking to go on some dates. Comment if you're interested. To be honest, like I feel like that should have been the first red flag. (laughs) I was optimistic, okay? Because I'm like done with dating apps right now. Like I have Hinge and I'm talking to like a couple guys. Like it's not like consistent at all. Yeah. There's, I have like no stock in it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? Like, it'd be fun to just go on a date and just maybe it would turn out. Maybe I'd make a new friend. Who knows? Yeah. So I just commented and mm, then you did not think you were going to make a new friend. <laughs> no, maybe. Cause I was like, maybe he's be real. Cool. <laughs> no, he seemed kind of cool. Like okay. his, she put his interests, his pictures. I was like, oh, he's not like the best looking guy, but he's just an average looking guy. Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to find the screenshot too. But um, she messages me, like, right away. And she was like, um, okay, I found the screenshot, sorry. So she messages me, and she was like, hey, um, saw that you commented, like, do you have a couple pictures I could send to him? And his name was Trevor. And (laughs) I'm just name dropping. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I sent a couple pictures that I thought were cute. And then she was like, okay, like, um would you prefer like to go in a group setting or alone? And I was like, solo is better. It's a date. Yeah. Duh. And so then she's like, okay, here's his snap. So I add him. He adds me back and I message him and I say, hi, Trevor. So-and-so messaged me and gave me your snap to set up a date with a smiley face. So then 
he opens that message and says, oh, hi, what's up? <laughs> and then he snaps me. I didn't answer. I was like, no, this is not it. Yeah. Like, you're not excited. So then he snaps me the next morning and just says, good morning. So I said, hey, I reached out to you because I thought you wanted to go on a date. But if you're not interested, then I'm not looking for a pen pal. Yeah. I just wanted to be straight up. Yeah. Then he said, dude, I asked how you were. What's wrong with that? LOL. Ew. And I said, did you not see my original message? And he said, okay, there's language in here. He said, no shit. I saw your message. I'm not just going to set up a random date with someone I don't know. Talking a little bit before setting up a date would make me more comfortable. I don't even know what you look like. So chill TF out. And I literally was so mad. And you and Tyler were in the room. Yeah. And Tyler was like, bro. <laughs> like He was like, no. And then it was so rude. And so then my response, I was so proud of this. I said, now saying why you have to have your, why you're still single and why you have to have your sister-in-law set up dates for you. Yeah. And then I unadded him and blocked him. Oh, and his snap score was over 3 million. Literally. Over 3 million. That is ridiculous. So I'm like, you're just a hoe. Like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I claimed my power and I unadded him. (laughs) Good. Yeah. That was like a classic case of like, well, she was ugly. She was anyways. ugly. You're fat anyway. You know, like, bro. Like, no, literally, like that I, was so annoying. I literally can't. I was so annoyed. He just escalated it so much for no reason. For no reason. And then I literally, I didn't do this, but I literally thought about commenting on that girl's post and being like, "Ladies, this is not it. Like, this is what happened." Mm-hmm. I had no shame in screenshotting that either. No, because he could see. I feel like you should have messaged the sister-in-law and been like, "Hey, maybe you should tell him to be more respectful." Maybe I should actually. I mean, it's like gone. It's gone now, but but yeah, I'm like, bro. Wait, was it her brother or her brother-in-law? It was her brother-in-law. Oh, so then yeah, you it would be more okay to be like, hey, maybe you should tell him to be more respectful. Yeah, because it's not like her direct brother. No. Yeah, it was just rude. And me and Tyler were both like, do not let that slide. Because at first you were like, no, it's not worth it. Whatever, I'll just add him. And we were like, I'm like so non-confrontational. Yeah, but we were like, no, like say something. That's rude. It was rude. I'm like, you're not going to, like, talk to me that way at all. Yeah. But you did. You said it. And we were proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That was so crazy. I have a crazy story, too. Um, I don't even want to get into it. No, you have to. It's so funny. Okay. Please get into it. Um, so, like, last year, um, I went on a date with someone. and Or, no, I didn't go on a date. You didn't. Um, he, we had, like, set up a date. And he was, like... I don't know. We set up a date to like go to an arcade or something. And then it was right before the date. I was getting ready to leave. And he calls me, which by the way, I hate that. I know. I hate that. He calls me and I'm not, okay. I'm not trying to stereotype, <laughs> but he calls me and he literally, his voice was incredibly high pitched. And he was like, Hey love. Um, exactly in that tone. He was like, Hey love. So I just got in a car accident and I, I'm going to need, like, an extra hour. And, like, immediately, like, I just – I knew I wouldn't be able to get over the voice. Mm-hmm. Okay? hmm And so, like, I was just like, no, like, I don't want to go on a date with him anymore. So he was like, just, like, give me an hour. Like, I need to, like, figure out insurance, whatever. Sends me a live photo of the car accident. Like, it was real. <laughs> it I, wasn't in my an head, excuse. Yeah, in my head, I was like, this is an excuse, like, classic excuse. Right. But no, no, no. It was a live photo. Um. And so, basically, like, he ended up calling me later that day because I just, like, canceled the date. He called me later that night, and it was so Why awkward. Why he called you? Yes, and he was like, I just, like, really was so interested, and, like, I don't want you to think I made up an excuse. Like, I still want to go out with you. Can we 
go out next week and I was like um maybe I was like we'll have to see and he was like I just don't want it to be the type of thing where like you just ghost me because he was like that everyone does that like it happens all the time (laughs) and to be honest like okay yeah I did ghost him but like it was so like cringy to me that he was like I just don't want you to ghost me I was like Kate well now I'm going to right (laughs) like Like, I don't owe you anything yeah like I was like this is not happening anyways so that was the backstory a few days ago, I get a request on Be Real, and he added me on Be Real. <laughs> so he still had your number. Yeah, and I was like, "Ew!" Like I literally was like, "This is so weird!" Like it's the so audacity. Weird, the audacity. So I just immediately declined it, but I was like, "Literally the audacity." I know you sent me a screenshot of that, and I was like, "What?" Like yeah. Be Real is so intimate. Yeah, I know. Like I don't have anyone on there. No, no, no. I have family, and it's like inner circle yeah, only. Yeah, literally. So, yeah, that was just weird. But I was like, ew, like, why would you do that? Ew, I totally remember, like, that whole thing. And I remember you being like, is it shallow of me to, like, cancel and ghost and block? And I was like, no. Like, I – Because he kept reaching out. Like, he was like, I just don't want you to ghost me. And I was like, okay, well, now I'm going to. (laughs) Like, you you did that to yourself. You did. (laughs) Like, seriously. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Full circle. Yeah, wow. I know. So that that was that. That was the crazy thing that happened to me. Wow. And now you're in a happy relationship. I know. I should have just like done my well, I guess he wouldn't have seen my be real that day. I was gonna say no. I should have just done my be real with Tyler. But anyways, yeah. Um You also got a speeding ticket for yeah, the first time. I got a speeding ticket for the first time and I'm annoyed because I didn't even get pulled over. I've never been pulled over. But it was, like, one of those cars that, like, sits on the side of the road. It's, like, City of Denver. Mm-hmm. And it said, monitoring in progress. <laughs> and I was bombing down Spear in the middle of the day. <laughs> and I was listening to my music. Like, I had just dropped Tyler off at school. I was, like, taking my break, whatever. And I was going home. And I was the only one on that road. And it's a big road. <laughs> and all of a sudden I looked over and I saw that and I was like crap I was like if those cars are actually monitoring I'm getting a ticket yeah and then like two days ago Sadie sends me a snap and it got sent to mom and dad's house which embarrassing but it's they sent it to mom and dad's house and they had opened it because like they thought it was for them it was addressed to dad Mm -hmm. and it literally, they caught me in 4K. Like <laughs> We got to post a picture. No, literally, I'll post the picture. Like, they took a picture of my face, and I look so, like, <laughs> they just No, they did so do dirty. so dirty. They, they did really so did. Dirty. And I was so annoyed. Like, I got a $40 speeding ticket. I guess it could have been more. It could have been worse. Because I was going, like, 20 over, I think. Oh. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, I was going, like, 20 over. Yeah. But... Yeah, it was embarrassing. I was like, oh. And then, like, mom had called me to, like, make sure I knew about it. I was like, yeah, Sadie sent me a picture about it this morning. And she was like, yeah, that's the worst. She was like, I hate those cars. Like, she was like, I I don't think it's fair. And I was like, no, I literally agree. Yeah. So, yeah, it was so annoying. But that was my my first speeding ticket. And they did me so dirty in the picture. I literally thought about, like, going to court to fight it because it says you can. But I was like, I can't deny that. No, you're like, I was going 20 over. (laughs) Yeah, so I was, like, praying that it was, like, Tyler in the picture because he always drives my car. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And it was me, and I was like, dang it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Anyways, yeah, that was, like, all my updates. Yeah, me too. Um, I just feel like a lot has happened, Mm -hmm. and I'm really excited for this month's episodes. We have a really exciting guest episode for you guys next week. Yes. So stay tuned for that. We both got so much from the conversation and absolutely loved this interview. Yes. It was 
amazing. It was so, And amazing. we had our amazing guest episode last week yes. with Aubrey. Like, we've just – we've got some good guests. Like, we have In two the more good guests lined up. Like, yep. just amazing stuff happening. So, um, we're excited for this month. Happy Women's History Month, honestly. Like, it's our month, ladies. It is. Find some way to celebrate, mm-hmm. whether that's for yourself or educating yourself or – I don't know. Just do something. We're going in getting drunk tonight. Just kidding. <laughs> We're going feral tonight. Um, in honor of Women's History Month. Um, celebrating the women that paved the way for us to be able to go out. And, and go feral. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Happy Women's History Month. And on March 8th, International Women's Day, which, of course, we'll be highlighting stuff on the story. Yes. The Insta story. The Insta. So, to be honest, it's um, like we did this. Um, not last year, but the year before, um, we had like people like send in feminist highlights, mm-hmm. you know? So if you guys want us to highlight anyone on the story, like your mom or someone you look up to on International Women's Day, like you can DM us on Instagram at Real Talk About Feminism Pod and we'll just post their picture and like whatever you want to say about them to appreciate them. Just yeah. so that we can see like all the people, the women in your lives that you appreciate. I think that's a really cute way to celebrate. Yeah, I love that idea. Anybody that you look up to, family, mm-hmm. friends, celebrity, celebrity, whoever. Michelle Obama. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like if you guys want to send them to us, um, we'll post reminders on the story, of course, but it would just be a cute way to celebrate. Yeah, I love that. Well, be sure to follow us on socials. Instagram and TikTok are both at Real Talk About Feminism Pod. Subscribe to our weekly email newsletter and our youtube channel and we'll talk to you guys next week bye guys